0: Everyone, I'm Liv, and it's time for the buzz between. It's a fruity list Friday, so it's just you and me. So, let's talk about today's video game news and rumors. To <coughs> start off, if you haven't found out yet, Xbox Game Pass' price is going up, but also they're offering four different packages. So, let's break them down. At the bare minimum, you have Core, which is $10 US dollars a month, which includes online console multiplayer, a catalog of 25 games for Game Pass, and membership deals and discounts. If you want console-only Game Pass, you can pay $11 a month. You get the access to the full Game Pass library, new games on day one, and also the membership discounts. Basically, you could get the same thing, but only on PC for a dollar less. And this includes EA Play membership as well. And then you also have the Ultimate, which is the tier that is going up, which includes the same stuff and online console multiplayer. So, as you know, not really a fan of these subscription services, but. Why can't PlayStation and Xbox just simplify them? Is there really a need to just have a console and then a PC one? Why can't they just offer Core and Ultimate? And why is the PC one a dollar less? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I just think that Xbox and PlayStation, their tiers. There's just, at least Xbox's naming convention makes more sense because the PlayStation one is just random words, essential, extra, and premium. If I told you those right off the bat, would you know which one is which? Probably not. I only know because I pay for one of them. So, I just, why can't we just simplify them, honestly? Like, I feel like PlayStation could just do online play, and Xbox to do online play, the core thing. And then if you want access to the games in the service or the streaming, make that the next tier. Don't think they need three and four tiers, but to each their own. If you recall, Dolphin Emulator was going to come on to Steam, but that has been since removed from wishlisting it. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not happening anymore. So, Dolphin released a statement on their website, and I'm going to read you a part of it. Quote, What actually happened was the Valve's legal department contacted Nintendo to inquire about the announced release of Dolphin Emulator on Steam. In reply to this, a lawyer representing Nintendo of America requested Valve to prevent Dolphin from releasing on Steam store, citing the DMCA as justification. Valve then forwarded us the statement from Nintendo's lawyers and told us we had to come to an agreement with Nintendo in order to release on Steam. So, Dolphin is just not fighting it and if you want to use Dolphin you have to go on their site so that is why it has been delisted to be able to wishlist it on Steam a few months ago and they've been silent ever since it seems like they tried to reach an agreement didn't work as you know Nintendo is very very strict about emulation so that is not happening anymore next up something a little weird I think it's weird Assassin's Creed Mirage is getting an official gaming suit that lets you feel parkour and punches. Essentially, it's a t-shirt vest, and it has little sensory things in there, so you could feel the vibrations. It's compatible with the PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S. And the price tag is roughly $560, so it is quite pricey. Also, I just don't think it's worth it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to play Assassin's Creed, so maybe Assassin's Creed players might be hyped for this, but it comes with a lot of questions. What material? Are they offering different sizes? Because obviously, one size fits all is not valuable. I mean, reasonable, rather, because (laughs) people aren't the same size. So I just feel like this is a difficult thing to sell people on, but... I mean, if you're a hardcore Assassin's Creed fan, maybe, but it's pretty much the same price as your console. So, is it really worth it? You tell me. Alright, so, the biggest news, if you've been listening every Friday for the past two or three weeks, is Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. So, we're still going to be talking about it. They have announced they are officially postponing their merger deadline to allow more time for the $69 billion deal to gain approval from the UK's Com- Competition and Markets Authority. Microsoft must therefore complete the acquisition of Activision Blizzard by October 18th of 2023 or pay several billion dollars in a reverse termination fee. Microsoft will now have to pay Activision Blizzard $3.5 billion if the deal does not close before August 29th, 2023, and another $4.5 billion if it fails to close before September 15th. What does this all mean? The USA has said that they would accept the merger. And then shortly after that, the UK said that If this goes through, they wouldn't allow cloud streaming from Xbox in the UK, and that's weird because I feel like this lawsuit's not really about cloud gaming. It's about Activision and Blizzard, so I feel like the people in this lawsuit either don't understand what the lawsuit's about, or... Everyone's just wasting each other's time because lawyers will drag things out for as long as possible to get your money. Trust me. I know this for a fact. I think that this deal is still going to go through. They just have one more hoop to get through. And hopefully we don't have to talk about this anymore. But we will be following this in August and again in September. So this is an ongoing story. I feel like it is wasting everyone's time. But my prediction is this is ultimately going to go through. They just need to get more of the legal jargon out of the way. And hopefully we can stop talking about this. But something to note is why I think this is going to go through is because you can no longer buy a stock in Activision Blizzard on NASDAQ. It has been taken down earlier this week. So what are they going to do? re it? I guess they could. They will if it doesn't go through by October, what the deadline is, but right now, stock market's telling you that this is going to go through. Also, this week, Microsoft went back to the old Call of Duty servers for games on the Xbox 360 and such, and reopened and fixed the servers. So there's been an increase of people going back and playing these old games online with people. So why would they do that if they don't think the merger is going to go through? That's another thing to consider. So, that does it for this week's news. But before we send you off, let's talk some rumors. Resident Evil 9 could be releasing in 2025. Capcom, there's a leak for Capcom that they will be announcing a new game in 2024. The later half of 2023, for releasing in 2024 or 2025. And people believe that it could be Resident Evil 9. I know I have taken a bit of a hiatus from playing Resident Evil after playing Resident Evil 5, and I still have this agreement with Frui to play through up to 8. I don't foresee myself playing 9, because I put this agreement in, before this has been properly announced, so I will get back into Resident Evil probably around September. We will see, because Jess is coming soon, and she'll be here for three weeks, so I haven't really started playing it, but I will stay true to my Resident Evil commitment. As for what Resident Evil 9 will be about, since I haven't played 8, I don't know if it's going to be a separate story if it's continuing a story. I have reason to believe it's not continuing uh village's story, but <laughs> I don't think it's possible from what I've seen online. But, you know, no spoilers to me or anyone that hasn't played it. But I know Resident Evil is a very excitable franchise for most. So you have that to possibly look forward to. My favorite rumor of the week is kind of a leak. From Gustavo, who played the music, the composer for The Last of Us One and Two went on a Spanish radio station to talk about The Last of Us. And he said that there is an upgrade where you can. He's a cameo in Jackson when you are playing in the prologue as Ellie, and you could you could see him and you could pet the dog next to him, but everyone knows that's Gustavo sitting next to the, playing the little music. So he said that you can go up to him and request songs, which is cute in my opinion. But then when pressed more about it, he said, oh no, I can't say anymore. So he probably shouldn't even have said that. But a director's cut, there's no way it's going to be a remake or remaster. It's only been three years, but a PS5 upgrade, a $10 upgrade, I'd be so for it. And I'll tell you why this isn't a surprise to me. So when they were marketing the PS5, They were talking about the haptics of the controller, and in one of the trailers, they literally use Ellie as an example from part two, restringing the bow and pulling on it. And they said that you could feel the resistance when you pull on a bow. So if they were using Ellie as a marketing point years ago, yeah, of course this was coming. I'm excited for it. Obviously, I'm going to pay for it. (laughs) I don't expect it to be a free upgrade. I also don't expect it to be a remake or remaster. I think it's going to do the Uncharted, Lost Legacy, and Uncharted 4 route where you pay the $10 to upgrade, but now it's in the PlayStation Extra or whatever tier you want to call it for people that pay for it and you can play it. I haven't gone back and played it because I played a lot of Uncharted during the pandemic, so I haven't gone back to see if it's really worth it, but... I love The Last of Us, as you know, so I will totally be playing this. Naughty Dog has been silent for too long, and I, every time they make an announcement, they're like, The Last of Us Part 1 PC patch or photo mode challenge. Everyone in the comments is saying, Worst Factions 2, Worst Factions 2. I also want Factions 2, but I'll also play this PS5 upgrade. So we will see if PlayStation does anything Soon. I'm not too sold on the fact that there's going to be another PlayStation showcase that's been talked about earlier this summer that will be taking place in August. If you follow recent trends, they usually do something in the fall. So I would assume this would be a September announcement. But who's to say? PlayStation's last event was really weak, and I need more, man. I really need more. So they're not attending Gamescom, so we will see what is happening later this summer, early fall. That does it for this week's video game news and rumors. But before I send you off to enjoy your weekend, I'll tell you about what I've been playing. So as you know, earlier this year, I played Hades for the first time and I thought it was amazing. I raved about it. I really enjoyed it. So, I ended up buying a couple of Supergiant games on sale during the Steam summer sale. I tried Bastion, and I wasn't into it, so I returned it. Then, I played Transitor, and I finished that last night. And I I thought it was enjoyable. So, I like the art style, obviously. It's a Supergiant art style. But what was interesting about the game is you could opt in to doing live combat in real time, but of tough so the game has a mechanic where you pause time plan all your actions and then resume and then you do all of it and then you're you have to wait for your stamina to like go up and then you can plan again and I thought that was an interesting mechanic so I enjoyed that I thought the story was okay but I thought the gameplay was good so I finished that I've been playing a little bit of Story of Seasons of Wonderful Life, and Frui has been playing that as well, so stay tuned. You might hear more about that soon. So that does it for this week's episode of The Buzz Between. What do you think about this week's gaming news and rumors? Are you tired of hearing about the Microsoft acquisition of Blizzard Activision? Because I am! Let us know on Twitter or threads if that's your thing. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well. If you're interested in seeing some gameplay clips and our video podcast, check out our YouTube channel at Between Two Gamers. You can follow this podcast on any podcasting platforms. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review. If you do, I'll take a screenshot of it and I'll put it on our Instagram channel and our Twitter and, you know, for we will throw it up on threads. So send us some love and I'll give love right back to you. If you want to support this podcast, check out our Patreon. We would very much appreciate it, as we love you very, very much. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on Wednesday.